Hello and welcome to the Joe McGarry Show. I am your host, Joe McGarry, and I am so excited to be starting this journey with you. For those who don't know me, I am a life and grief coach, and I am here to help you find your purpose, be more productive, and to take care of your soul. Now, I know what you're thinking. You might say, Joe, I've tried these things before. I have tried to find my purpose. I have tried to be more productive. I have tried to take care of my soul, my body, my mind, my spirit, and I have just failed. I just can't seem to do it right. I, I, I tried to read the right books. I tried to listen to the right podcasts. I tried to take vacations and eat healthy and exercise. And goodness, we, we do try to do all of these things. And that is okay. Even if you have tried, we are all on a journey. And sometimes it just takes a little guidance to help you get on the right path. Sometimes it takes for you to take a look at things a little differently, to hear things a little differently, to be able to have it really just click. And this is where I come in. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about different strategies for you discovering your purpose. I'm going to be talking about ways that you can stay motivated and be productive Because once you experience that, you are never going to want to go back. And my main focus is always going to be the care for your soul. This is so important to me because without taking care of yourself first, everything else is going to fall apart. It's like one of those analogies of when you are on a plane and there's the flight attendant at the beginning of the flight that is up there and they say, in case of an emergency, these masks are going to fall down in front of you. And it may be your first instinct to want to put the masks on those around you, your, your children, your loved ones, but first, put the mask on yourself. Because you are not going to be able to help anybody else if you first are not okay. So we are here to put the masks on ourselves. We are here to care for ourselves. And then we can look out and be able to fully, authentically care for others. And the other part of what I do, and we will touch a little bit about this on this podcast, is about grief. I am a grief coach. And what that means is I coach people when they have lost a loved one, when they are dealing with failure, when they are going through a breakup, when we face difficult things in our life and it just completely shatters our heart. When we experience grief, it is hard for us to feel like we can move forward. 
It is hard for us to find our purpose. It is hard for us to be productive. It is hard for us to care for our soul when we are experiencing grief. You know, I will talk a little bit about the different stages of grief and and how we can find support and overcome these hard times that we are experiencing. I will talk about the five stages of grief that is proposed by Elizabeth Ross, which includes denial and anger and bargaining and depression and then finally acceptance. Because it's not that linear line that we may think. Sometimes we go through denial and anger, then go back to denial, and then go through depression and then bargaining and then anger again until we finally reach the acceptance phase. And that may not come for a very long time. Sometimes years. It's not something that we can fix overnight. It is a journey. And part of what I do is to help guide you through every step of that process. You know, like I said, there are many types of grief that you experience in your life. The loss of a loved one, and not only that initial loss, but every year you may remember their birthday. And remember that they are no longer with you. You will remember the day that they died. And that will bring back memories of grief. Or losing relationships. Or or losing a part of your life. That you feel like you can never get back. And friends, we always experience grief in different ways. You know, the last few years have been tough because of the COVID-19 pandemic. We've experienced the loss of our loved ones because of getting COVID. Or maybe because of the shutdown and all the effects after you have lost a job. Or you've lost those trips of anniversaries or special events. Or loss of relationships because so much has changed due to the pandemic. I still experience that. I lost three family members in 2020, my father and two uncles, not because they got COVID. It was due to other things, but a loss is a loss. 2020 for me was an extremely hard year, not only because of the loss of these family members, but the end of the year, I myself got COVID. It was before vaccinations. It was before many advances that we have now in dealing with COVID. But let me tell you, it was a hard year, but it was hard for all of us. I have a friend who asked his kids, if you were to describe the year 2020 in one word, what would it be? Some of those answers have been, it sucked. It was terrible. Other words would rather not say on this podcast, but it is one of those interesting things that phrase 2020 in our world today brings up so many things. And I don't know about you, but the years since 2020, the last two years, have been an up and down roller coaster. But I know that 2023... uh, at least for me, and I know for you, is going to be in an amazing year. It is going to be a year 
that you will forever remember. It is going to be a year that feels like a turning point in your life. And that is one of the things that I am going to accomplish in this podcast. The more that you listen, the more insights you gain from what I have to share, the more that you will be able to take those insights and grow from them, to prosper from them. Like I said, one of the things that I really enjoy is the process of finding your purpose. This is important to me because when we find our purpose, our world opens up. When we find our purpose, we have this confidence that we know we are put here on earth to do. We know what we should be doing, who we should be doing things with. We know that things are going to be okay because no matter what else is happening in our world, even if we experience another pandemic, another shutdown, that things are going to be okay because we have found our purpose. We have found the one thing above all things that bring us joy, that fulfills our lives, that makes our heart dance. Are you living that kind of life? Are you living a purpose-driven life? Or are you living day-to-day just moving along wherever life seems to take you? It is that question, are, are you being proactive in what you are doing and how you are doing it? Or is it more of a reaction? Yeah, I, I could be doing this, but uh, maybe I should go there. Maybe I should go here. I don't know where to go. But one of the difficulties in finding our purpose is that we live in a time and an age filled with distractions. And I'm not just talking about our computers or our phones, but we are bombarded all the time through media as well as being bombarded by our friends and family and other organizations that we may belong to. It's easy to lose track of what is important and what we should be doing. We have opportunity after opportunity after opportunity standing in front of us. And we need to ask ourselves, are we going to take each and every opportunity that comes our way? Or are we going to be more selective in what we choose to do? I know that is a hard thing for me to do because I have these opportunities that come my way. I have ways of being connected to different groups and organizations, and it is easy for me to say yes. And then comes in the regret. I said yes to this because it sounds like a really great idea. It sounds like an amazing opportunity. But then once I get into it, it might not be what I thought it was, or the obligation seems to be too big, or any number of things, and I start to regret saying yes. I don't want you to feel that regret. I don't want you to feel obligated to do something that you really don't want to be doing just because it sounded like a good idea at the time. When we find our purpose, we can selectively choose what we want to do. 
when an opportunity comes our way, we look at it and we say to ourselves, is this something that is going to help me live into my purpose? Or is it going to be a distraction? One of the ways we decide this is by focusing on the what. What do we need to do today? You know, there's a reason why there's such a huge market for planners and organizers. There's a reason why we have so many types of apps that can hold our daily to-do lists. It's because it helps us sort through the mess and pick out a handful of things that we need to get done today. In other words, these organizers and lists are a way for us to cope with the overwhelm of too much information, of too many things that we could be doing. They help us simplify a complex life. And the organizer that I use is called the Full Focus Planner. It is an amazing thing. It has literally changed the way that I go about figuring out what I am going to do for the day. Not only is it a planner, but it's a system. And what I really enjoy about the system is uh, two things. One is called the weekly preview, where I go through my calendar and I absolutely write down every single thing that I have committed for that week. I write down all the things that I want to be doing that week. And I have an easy way to look at what my goals are for the year. And I look back and say, are the things that I am doing this week in line with the things that I want to accomplish for the year? And I pick out my weekly big three, the three things that I want to get done this week above and beyond anything else I am committed to do. One of my things for this week, one of my big three for this week was to launch this podcast. And here I am recording the first episode of this podcast. And that is going to continue week after week. It's going to be one of the things that I want to do each and every week is to be able to come up with a new podcast and give it to you. And then the other thing that really helps me think about my day and to structure my day is to come up with a daily big three. You have the weekly big three, but then what are the three things that I need to accomplish today? What are the three things that are going to help me accomplish my weekly big three that goes back to my annual goals? It may sound a little complicated the way that I am explaining it, but it is such a good system. And one of the things that is really helpful in this is to figure out our life. It helps us to figure out what we need to be doing, but it can be tricky because it risks us losing track of why we are doing the things we are doing. It's hard to see the big picture, to make sure that you are following your purpose when you are staring at your list of to-dos, which is why it is important to have your annual goals. What are the things that you want to do for the year in view? So it helps us to see past the, the urgent and it helps us to 
uncover the important. So while you may have your planner, while you may have maybe just a sheet of paper to write down what you are doing for the week, it's also important to sit back and look at the big picture, to reflect. Even if you need to add it to your calendar, it may be another thing to add to your calendar, but it is an important thing to add to your calendar. Spending time reflecting on what you have accomplished this past week, what was successful, what was unsuccessful, and then to move forward in the right direction. What tasks help you fulfill your purpose? Because it's easy for us, like I said, to fill our lives with what feels like the urgent, the things that need to get done, the things that we put off again and again and again, and then suddenly it becomes a must-do instead of a need-to-do. To get past that urgent and to focus on the important. To examine things and see if there is a better way to spend your time. Maybe try other things that might work or better align with your why. And as you look over all of these things, Write down what's worthwhile. Write down what you should be doing differently. To have a journal and a calendar can help you always keep your purpose and your end goal in mind. So one of the segments in this show is going to be practical tips. I want to leave you with some practical tips of what I talked about in the show so that you can take these, you can easily implement them into your life right away and you can see how it is going to be important to you. You can see how it's going to help you move forward in the things that you want to be doing. So I'm going to move next into the practical tips of the show. So I have here seven tips that I want to leave you with to help you find your purpose. The first is to reflect on your values and passions, to understand what is important to you and what you are passionate about. And that can help you identify your purpose in life. You know, one of the topics that we will be talking about in this show is how do you find your values? How do you find your passions? But it's something that you can maybe start to think about now. What is important to you? And ask yourself why it is important. Number two, explore different experiences. Trying new things and gaining a variety of experiences can help you discover new interests, new passions, and it can lead you to your purpose. You never know what you may enjoy. You know, one of the things that I really enjoy now that I did not know if I was going to enjoy it or not is to video edit. When the pandemic started, my church 
went online. And when I talked to the leaders of my congregation, we weren't really big on Zoom church. So we explored different ideas and we said, well, why don't we make pre-recorded videos? We can have a variety of people from the congregation do different segments of the service. We can have our musician record. I can, as a pastor, can record sermons and put them in. So we started to make YouTube videos. And I did not know how much I would enjoy making those videos. The process of taking all of these segments and putting them into a video, creating a story from beginning to end was something that I really, really enjoyed. And I continue to enjoy it today. Number three is talking with others. Talking to family and friends, talking to a therapist or a coach can provide a valuable perspective and insight as you navigate the process of discovering your purpose. I have been in the coaching space professionally for about five years now. I started out learning how to be a life coach, and now I'm at the end of my certification to be a grief coach. And in my training, I needed to be a coach, but I also needed to be coached many, many times. And let me tell you, it has helped me over and over again and again. I needed that conversation with someone not to come in and tell me what I need to do. Because that's our first instinct is to tell someone, oh, this is what you need to do to make a decision, to take action. But instead, coaching is asking powerful questions so you can gain deep and profound insight. It is listening, not guiding the conversation, but knowing that inside each and every one of us, we have the answers to our problems. Inside each and every one of us, we have the ability to know what needs to come next and why it needs to come next. This is one of the things I do. I coach people. And if you are interested in coaching, let me know when we can set up a conversation. Number four is to be open to change. Your purpose may evolve over time. It may open you up to new opportunities and experiences. It can help you continue to grow and find fulfillment. And I know, I know change can be hard for so many of us, including myself. I have more tolerance and maybe even a little excitement for change. But change is hard. But some of the greatest insights I have had about who I am and what my purpose is in this life, I have received by changing things up a bit and being open to where the Spirit is is leading me, being open to change, to figuring out what direction we need to go. And when things do change, when we experience new things, we will have new insights. Number five, practice gratitude and mindfulness. 
Being present in the moment and expressing gratitude for what you have can help you appreciate the small things in life. Finding meaning and purpose in the everyday can help you appreciate what you have and help you in the direction that you need to go. I have a new practice here that I am experiencing in 2023. I have done this a number of times in the past, but I have never done this to the regularity that I want to do this year, and that is journaling every day. I have many journals, digital, audio, written, typed, handwritten in my iPad. But this year I am taking 30 minutes every day with a pen and a paper and a notebook, and I journal. I write down my reflections for the day. I write down what has happened and how I feel about it. I I put down all of the experiences that I have throughout the day, and I reflect on it. But before I do any of that, I write a minimum of three things that I am grateful for. My friend, it has changed the way that I see the world. It has changed the way that I experience the world and where I fit in it. So practice gratitude and mindfulness. Number six is follow your intuition. Sometimes the answer to finding your purpose is is within yourself. And we may not trust that, right? But friend, trust your gut and your inner voice and be open to the possibilities that they may lead you. I had a coaching session this week, and I was talking about some of the important decisions that I need to make over the next month. The coach asked me, how do you typically make important decisions in your life? And I listed a number of things that I do, talk with my friends and family and pray about it and discern. But I said, I think 60% of the way I make decisions at least initially, is to trust what my gut tells me to do, to trust my intuition. And I would say at least eight times out of 10, after I trust my gut and then do all the other things, talking and praying and journaling about it, I typically go with what my gut says to do. So follow your intuition. If it is telling you to do something in a certain way, at least explore that possibility. And then number seven is take action. Once you have a sense of your purpose, take concrete steps to turn it into reality. It can be easy to get stuck in the planning phase. It can be easy to get stuck in talking with others and exploring experiences and reflecting on your values and being open to change and practice gratitude and mindfulness and to follow your intuition. But take action. Taking action is the only way to make progress. This seems like an obvious step, but let me tell you, it can be the hardest. For example, I've wanted to start this podcast for at least the last four months, maybe even more. I have listed show ideas in my Notion account ready for scripts to be written. I have the equipment. I picked out my opening song. 
but I have not taken action. I believe this podcast is going to help me fulfill my purpose in life. It is going to lead me into experiences that I truly want in my life, but I've had limiting beliefs about starting this show because it is a solo show. And I think who's going to want to listen to me to talk for 30 to 45 minutes every week? Who's going to want to listen to me and and heed some of the advice that I am giving in the show or doing the things that I recommend that you should do? It's just me and a microphone. And I will bring people on from time to time, but this is me and you connecting right now. And what I knew in my gut, following my intuition, is that if I'm going to move forward in my life, to do the things that I want to do, if I'm going to move forward in my business, if I'm going to truly live out my purpose, I need to start this show. So here I am. Thank you for joining me. Each of these seven tips is important because they help you take a holistic and introspective approach to discovering your purpose. Reflecting on your values and passions, exploring different experiences, seeking guidance from others, being open to change, practicing gratitude and mindfulness, following your intuition, and taking action can all help you gain a deeper understanding of what you want out of life and what you have to offer the world. So I invite you to start moving forward with these different practices, and they'll all be listed in the show notes, so you can go there and find a list. But I want to thank you. Thank you for joining me on the very first episode of The Joe McGarry Show. I am so grateful for your support. And if you want to go to those show notes, go to thejoemcgarryshow.com backslash 001 for today's episode. You can go there and there will be the show notes with different things that I've talked about today and ways that you can find your purpose. Because if you are on a journey right now to discover how you can live your best life, then I invite you to go to the show notes and to subscribe to this show in your favorite podcast app to dig deeper in discovering who you are and what you're being called to do. And if you have an idea or maybe maybe you might not know where to start right now, I also offer coaching sessions to help you expedite the process of living into your best life. And if you want to learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, you can go to EmmausCoaching.com backslash podcast and you will find on that page special deals that I have for my podcast listeners. So thank you once again for joining me and I look forward to hearing more about how you will find your purpose, be more productive, and to take care of your soul. See you next week. Be blessed.